It's football funny time. This is on the left side. It's gone from everyone talking about how good his coaching was to now in the space of what? Seven months, a relegation and a sacking. Hi there, I'm Jim and welcome to On The Left Side. If you have come looking for some proper football chat about formations, tactics and false nines, then you have come to the wrong place. This is the funny side of football. I don't even really know what a false nine is. Another one has gone. Another one bites the dust as Marco Silva became the seventh Premier League manager to be sacked this season. Meaning nowadays, the job security of a top flight boss is about the same as that of being Philip Neville's social media manager. Delete, delete, delete. In fact, other than Premier League manager, the only job that has more certainty that you'll get the sack is just being Watford boss, with owners the Pozzo family having smashed through 10 managers in the six years that they've been at the club. That's just over 1.6 managers a season. I'm guessing that Gianfranco Zola was the 0.6. Mamma mia! So, you'd be forgiven the thinking that it was the owners that were squarely to blame for the sacking, right? Mm. Wrong. In fact, it wasn't even the manager's fault, or the players for that matter. This particular redundancy was all down, bizarrely, to Everton. In a surprise statement from the Watford board, they chose not to thank the manager for his efforts or wish him well in his future endeavours, but instead pointed the finger of blame squarely at the Merseyside club whilst muttering, It wasn't me, miss, citing Everton's interest as the reason for their recent downturn in form. I don't like to pull out lazy stereotypes, despite what you hear on this show, but this is true Italian amerta, isn't it? Firstly, they deny Silva his dream move to Everton. Then they wait a few weeks and essentially sack him for showing a lack of loyalty. He's lucky he didn't end up wearing some concrete boots at the bottom of the River Gade. And yes, I did just Google rivers in Watford. But it turns out it wasn't Everton's fault either. Now, you may remember outcry from the PFMs of this world, or proper football men, in particular Paul Merson, when Silva was given his very first job in English football with Hull. How dare he, a foreigner, come over here and take a prime job from British talent, eh? Well, it turns out it's all the fault of those funny foreigners that he got the sack too. That's according to another diehard PFM, in the shape of Harry Redknapp anyway. If you asked the average put to name their team, you couldn't name three or four players probably in their team, Watford. They're all foreign imports. I know what you mean, Harry. It's not like in your day, is it? Funny foreigners. Not like good old Croatian playmaker Nico Kranchar, who Redknapp signed three times, or Frenchman Benoit Suakoto, who Harry tried to get for a third time when he was Birmingham boss, or the former France international Jonas Kabul, who Harry signed for Spurs, and Portsmouth for that matter. They are the type of Englishman you can trust. Hang on, doesn't Kabul actually play for Watford? Kind of blows that one out of the water, Harry, doesn't it? Anyway, Silva has now been replaced by Yavi Gracia, who at this moment in time is yet to be sacked by the board, which is pretty good going for a Watford manager. The big news from the last few days, of course, has been the transfer that we've all been saying was going to happen every day for pretty much the last two weeks has finally happened. Alexi Sanchez has packed his bags, his dog leagues and his football boots and headed to Manchester, with Henrik Mkhitaryan heading the other way, no doubt 
leaving some Arsenal fans feeling like that kid at school who just swapped a star player shiny Panini sticker for the top left quarter of Turf Moor. It's a good job that this deal has finally been done because the tabloid press's hunger for Sanchez's scoop was resulting in some pretty major barrel scraping. And well below the bottom of that scraped barrel was The Sun, who went with the story that all real football fans wanted to hear. Red Hot Chili Stripper Alexi Sanchez offered student Paulina Soboraski £1,000 for sex behind girlfriend Maid Rodriguez's back. Now, I've got to hand it to him. It's a pretty good pun, that Red Hot Chili Stripper thing. But I do question the motives of student Paulina, who appears in the article in various states of undress, along with some screen grabs of some quite spurious text messages, supposedly from Sanchez, and all in absolutely fantastically plausible broken English. I am in Liverpool. I play tomorrow. It's possible I love with you. We kiss and make love. No doubt the highlight of this story is the allegation that Sanchez handed the girl a grand in £20 notes as a way of sealing the deal, which, if it's true, is a really smooth move. Sanchez's new deal at United is rumoured to be worth a whopping £450,000 a week, which means he offered her one 450th of his weekly salary. To put that in perspective, the average Brit takes home around £540 a week, which means Sanchez's generous offer is the equivalent of you offering your love interest £1.20 to sleep with you, which is about the price of a chocolate orange. Well played, Alexis. You certainly know how to treat a lady. Thank you for listening to another On The Left Side. I hope you'll come back for the next one, which will be out on Monday morning as soon as you wake up. Don't forget to subscribe to the show now because it makes it stupidly easy to get every single episode as soon as it's ready. And if you've not got us on social media yet, go to Twitter and follow at On The Left Side for even more football funny. I will see you soon. Love you. Bye. On The Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. Listener.